three, two, one, zero. This one's explosive. It's the time you've been waiting for. The boys are back. Make it 50 for Dreisaitl. The fifth line. It is episode 35 of The Fifth Line. I'm um, one of your hosts. What? Dwayne McLaughlin. Someone Ty Fisher. Host. Ty Fisher, what? Hey, man, a lot of people said uh, I'm one of the best hosts compared to you guys, so I'm just saying. I'm getting a lot of mean, that feedback. What do you mean one of the best? There's only three of us. Yeah, compared to you guys. Hey, it's 2021. You have to be the best to win. No, you don't. Um, oh, then there's also me me and Ty. Brandon and Ty. Yep. Ty die. Oh, my goodness, guys. What? I just put a bunch of ice in this, like six ice cubes, and they're already gone. How hot's <laughs> yeah. your house? It's pretty hot. <laughs> Whatever it is outside, that's how hot it is inside. That's we got insane. the sun beating in. Well, yeah. hopefully uh, you don't die. But let's start our show with uh, some Seth Jones and where we think he's going to go. I'll start. Um, I think uh, our our potential, I think he could come here, right here to Edmonton. Because he's not worth it. He's not that much. And if you traded uh, uh, the package that I was lo- looking at, since he is wanting out, so Columbus can't really ask for more or that much in that in their current situation. I think if you gave him Larson, Nuge, and like a first, I think that would be a pretty good for. I think that's the best they're probably going to get. They're not going to get. I don't think they're going to get that much. For him, it's nothing exactly, but I don't think they can't get anything more because teams are just like two of those, those two players are going to be expired at the end of this year, so it doesn't make sense for Columbus they can to do sign that. Them. They can sign them after it doesn't make sense for them to sign them if those are the two players that they want. It doesn't make sense for Columbus to sign them to trade for them. Uh, well, Seth Jones for another year, yeah. Seth Jones is not playing there for another year. You both, you and I both know that he's not playing there for. He doesn't have a choice. It's either he doesn't play, which he would do, he which he would totally do. I don't think he would. Seth Jones, yeah, I, to- I think he totally would not play or play like crap. Because <laughs> do you remember our player that didn't want to play? Yeah, he didn't play in Edmonton either. Sh- Sheldon Surrey. They put him to the Damn. minors because he did not want to play in Edmonton, and he did not play in Edmonton until they traded him. Uh, Eric Lindros is another prime, another prime example. Eric Lindros didn't play for Quebec. I say he goes to Seattle. Yeah, Seattle could do it. No, I think he goes to LA. Go okay. on. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. It was like LA. <laughs> LA's got a lot of young pieces that they could trade in a trade like that, which would be a, probably what Columbus is looking for. Columbus is obviously. Going the younger route, they picked a younger coach. So, yeah, you know, I but, think they could have get a prospects in that deal. And then LA, you know, it could speed up their rebuild, which is what they're doing. True. I could see. I think him and Drought, him and Dowdy would be a good partner. 
that's another great thing is you'd get to play with arguably one of the best defensemen ever to play. That's true. I mean, and they already traded out Martinez, so it's like, and Muzzin. So it's like, who do they have left for? Maybe they start to bring in now. I get it all depends if they have to add in a first round pick or not. Probably not. Not if you're like, I think Columbus is in like over a barrel, like, 3-1 3-1 now for Tampa. Yeah, I know. I already saw that. Remember, I'm ahead of you. That's why I don't say anything. Because you always <laughs> complain. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, uh, it, they, I think, are in a situation where they can't do much. They can't, they can't like, because any team, if they're like, oh, you need, we want a first. Any team, they'd be like, all right, we'll just wait. He's going to be a free agent, and then we'll just get him anyways. So they're in mm-hmm. a situation where they, they have, like, they're, they're going to get a bad trade. I guess if you see Seth Jones as if you can essentially what you want to do with Seth Jones is the sign and trade. You see trade, you sign him for the eight years. So if you need, if you think you have an eight year window where Seth Jones can help you, then you trade, you trade for him. But if you don't, then just wait. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, like I think, and we'll, we'll see what Columbus does. It like maybe depending on how good their GM is, which he seems fairly good. Yarmo, uh, Yarmo knows what he's doing, I think. But <sighs> this is a, it's a tough situation for them. Yeah. yeah, I think also this is another reason why Pierre Luc Dubois uh, left. I don't think it'll ever come out in the media, but I think he saw. Him and Seth Jones kind of felt like both of them were going to leave when their contract was up, so they well that's decided a, not to stick around. That's well, even look like they lost, like the they traded away Winberg. They traded Alex away Wenberg. Ryan Murray. Alex Winberg was a terrible contract. Yeah, and they um, traded Ryan Murray too to the Devils. And who did they trade this year? Savard, Dennis Savard to the Tampa Bay. Yeah. But now I think, I don't know. Columbus is always, I think, always going to struggle a little bit. It's that Ohio they, curse, man. It's that Ohio curse. I think it's always going to struggle well. Unless they can draft a superstar and sign him long term. But, like, they did. it's supposed to be Pierre-Luc Dubois. It's supposed to be Rick Nash. But I don't know what to do. But, See, uh, but the also, problem is that they have a superstar but not superstars. Who's their superstar? Well, you just said Rick Nash. Rick Nash was their star, oh. but they didn't have any. Like, right now. No. Um, yeah, like they. Yeah, and I think in Columbus is just also. It's it, it has the same problem that like you know a lot of Canadian cities and like uh, Winnipeg, especially yeah. Winnipeg. The people just don't want to go. Columbus is not a. Like a destination, and so you're right. I think you're right, Ty. They need to draft. But you could even say like Winnipeg's a little star. better though, because at least they have like a Vesna goalie. Well, they have they, a you also have the, No, they didn't you sign. Also, have the benefits of playing in a Canadian market, which Canadian guys some want to do that at some point in their career, which yep. is a bit of a positive and negative. Would you see people with, don't want to have to go through that? Would you see with Paul Stasny? Because Paul Stasny's come back to Winnipeg twice. I th- he was traded, I think, both times, but you're right. Well, but I think his one time he chose. Like, I think he chose because he didn't have to. Like, I think he had a no trade. And he chose. Okay. Oh, yeah, he chose his, one um, his trade with Vegas, he has a 
He had no movement clause. And he chose okay. Winnipeg. So, like, you know, Paul Stasny, guy that uh, chose Winnipeg. <laughs> and uh, then, segueing on from this, I think Dougie Hamilton's actually a better defenseman than Seth Jones. So I would be more interested in getting him to a long-term deal than Seth Jones. Fair enough, fair enough. Where do you think Dougie Hamilton's going at? Where do you think Dougie Hamilton plays next year? Do you think Ham- Do you think... Carolina can sign him, or are they going to let him go? Well, the question uh, is, how much is he going to get? I think that's why they're letting him talk to other teams. I think that's a great move. Edmonton's one um, of them. By Seattle. Uh, sorry, not Seattle. Carolina. I think that's Carolina. where he's going to end up if he ends up anywhere except for Carolina. But I think that's a great move because there's not a lot of teams that are desirable to play for that can afford him realistically. Well, that's true. true. Does his no brother teams... still play? Uh, I don't think so. That'd be a question for Google, Brandon. He's looking it up mm. right now. Uh, yeah, like, and and I know um, Toronto has been talked about. Uh, play, well, for both of those players, Toronto's been talked about and Winnipeg. The old Toronto can't add anything <laughs> unless you're getting rid of a, one of the core four guys. Well, I think one of them is. That's true. I think one of them's going. Probably. It's probably going to be uh, Nylander is the piece that's going to move. Which is, you know, he got the short end of the stick. Yeah, because yeah. what? You can't trade Tavares or Marner or, or Matthews. Matthews. Or Riley. So, Neilander is like the short end of the stick. So, I think Neilander probably moves this offseason if they want to get Dougie Hamilton, that is. Or, and I guess you could also package the to seg or to attach the first thing we talked about. You could also even do a Neilander Seth Jones trade to, to bringing up there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Dougie Hamilton's a good like he just didn't work out in Calgary for whatever reason. And Boston. Uh, he That's not Boston. a bad he trade Boston though. For a little bit, didn't he? Pretty sure they asked for out of Boston. You know yeah. what's scary though about like that? So um, you could say so. Calgary traded Adam Fox with Dougie Hamilton to Carolina, but then Adam Fox. Didn't want to play in Calgary or Carolina, and now what? He's like the top defenseman for the Rangers. <laughs> yeah, Adam Fox has looked crazy good this year. I don't, I don't remember seeing it, but he was he's on your list there, Dwayne. But he's already up for a Norris, and what is it? His second full season in the NHL. Yeah, that's one of those players. Like, I think if he would have stayed with Carolina, he probably wouldn't be as big as he's in the Rangers right now, but. I don't think he would have got the same opportunities. No. I think a big part of all the opportunities he's getting is all that crap that went down early in the season with um, uh, Tony D'Angelo. That's true. Now, there's another question. I'm going to bring that up. That wasn't on our list. But where do you think he plays? Do you think he plays next year starting in the NHL, or is it going to be like more of a. Big... Yeah, I do. I don't know. I don't. I think. I think there were lots and lots of rumors around the deadline that Mark Bergeron was trying to bring him into uh, the Canadians, but Tony D'Angelo didn't want to go there. 
So he didn't. Uh, yeah. So if, if I think he's going to cause so much. I think the next team that signs him is going to, he's just going to cause. I think this is his last chance. I think you're right on that end. He's got, I think he's got one like, more chance. Kind of reminds me of like Josh Hosong. Less racist. Or like he did want, he didn't <laughs> want to play for the Islanders, but then the Islanders couldn't. Well, I Tony D'Angelo had a shot in the NHL. Josh Hosang hasn't still yeah, had a yeah. real chance. D'Angelo, like Ho, Ho yeah. Hosey isn't that Hosang. Jose is not is I wouldn't say as good as D'Angelo. D'Angelo's cost himself his stuff because he it's everything he's done. So I D'Angelo's draft- a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. He just bad attitude. Currently. Yeah. And hopefully that gets fixed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially in a new NHL that is uh, happening right now, he can't do the things he would have been able to do ten years ago, mm-hmm. or even twenty years ago. Oh yeah! So hopefully he can adapt. It doesn't seem like he's adapting, but maybe Carol, maybe the Krakens take take a chance on him. No, I don't think they'll Sense. be able to afford him after they afford Dougie Hamilton. The oh, they'll have good. tons of money. <laughs> I think they, um, I think they have enough money for like three big big contracts. What else did you have there, Dwayne? Uh this is one that oh no. Does the other player that I wanted to talk about, Taylor Hall, does he stay in Boston or is he done? Because I think I just wanted to before we before you answer, uh just wanted to say what Have it? Oh, I couldn't find it. A NHLer, Boston player, said he could he could he could benefit from playing with Marchant for one full season. Now, well, let's look at their. Did you look at their cap yet? Hmm? Did you look at their cap yet? No, that's not my question. Do you think you'll play there next year? No question. No, depends on. Well, I I think essentially, Boston's going to make a run. At Jack Eichel. I think that's what's going to happen this offseason. And if that happens, I think that is the right move for them. Because Jack Eichel that's is That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say if they can't pull the trigger on Jack Eichel, they'll settle for Taylor Hall. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. think that's what's going to happen. Like when you said, yeah, I think that out of all the tra- like trade rumors and stuff, I think that was the one that I could see happening. Because Jack Eichel is a Boston, Boston College player. The city of Boston loves him. They well, Jack love- Eichel doesn't have a no move clause. Do you see Boston how much- could move him wherever they want? Do you see That's how much true. Charlie Coyle's getting paid by Boston? Last year, though, if I'm not mistaken. No, David Krejci's on his last year. Yeah, Charlie Coyle's getting paid five, five and a quarter. Well, they're Boston's going to save quite a bit of money this year with Tuca coming off, Halak coming off, and Krejci's big contract coming off. You know what's crazy though, Krejci. Got paid more than Bergeron and Pasternak. Krejci was, I'm pretty sure, was signed the same year that Lucic was, and all that was in 2016 of terrible picks. Because Brad Marchand only makes six mil, like Pasternak makes like six point six, and Bergeron makes six point eight. Then Krejci makes seven and a quarter. How much does Tuka make again? Uh, Around Tuka that, makes. Right? Seven, holy sh- seven! Yeah, Tuca's gonna get a substantial 
decrease in salary, especially being out for the first half of the season next year. But, and Halak only makes two point two and a quarter, so it's not. Too but that's bad. ten. That's almost ten million dollars right there in cap space you're getting, because they're probably going to sign Tuka Rask and Swayman, and that's going to be their one-two punch for next year, which is their uh, minor league goalie Swayman. Yeah. So they like so let's say like they signed Tuka. Then let's Tuka say like Krejci, more than Krejci's years probably going to go down too. Like I'd say Krejci yeah. only gets paid six. What? Krejci's going to make like two or three, Brandon, not six. What are you mind? Oh yeah, he's thirty-five. Uh, he could, he could still, he could make that. Depending, like he might not make it at Boston, but somebody might probably pay him that. Someone might pay him, yeah, but that's their that's their mistake. I like Krejci, but not for six million dollars. So what you think he? I don't think he gets. I think he like he's probably four then. No, I think it's going to be about like maybe no more than three and a quarter. Fair enough. Fair enough. For well, two years. So that gives them the space to sign. Um, Hall. Could sign Hall Taylor in. Hall. Could bring in Eichel. But my thing is with Hall is I don't think they sign him more than seven. <laughs> Dentally. A lot less than seven, man. No, yeah, I'd probably old. say six. I probably no, say six. Hall's only twenty-eight or twenty. But he was thirty. No, he's not thirty yet. I think he's like twenty-nine. Let's see, Taylor Hall. Well, he was drafted in two thousand ten, so he would have been eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, he's so he'll be twenty-eight. But remember, he's also no. drafted a year before Nuge. Nuge is not thirty. Nuge is not twenty-nine. Taylor Hall. It was Taylor Hall. Nuge. I thought it was Everly, but no, Everly was first. Yeah. And Everly's 30. Taylor Hall... Must be 29. Is... Yeah. Brendan, you're you're 29. on cap-friendly, man. No, I'm on cap-friendly. Yeah, he's 20. Oh, he's 20. Yeah, on cap <laughs> oh, I exited out of it. Yeah, he's 29. So he'll be, hit, he'll be hitting 30, but he could, he could still command a big contract, especially how he played in Boston. Yeah. I can see him getting like seven, maybe even more, by somebody. If it's not Boston. But now we're going to go to a nice lighter mood thing. Because Brandon wanted this one. What NHLer or NHL event would you like to see done in a documentary style movie? Like a 30 for 30 or just a documentary style movie? I think it'd be neat to do the 2010 Olympics. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, I think you cool. got to wait, though, until everyone retires, and then you could get them like we saw the last dance. Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if they did uh, the but events. Do you think, like, the last dance? Man, like, do you, you interrupt people, do... Brandon? Jeez. <laughs> well, he just brought up the last dance. Do you think they'd do, like, the Oilers version of the last dance? I think if that would have happened, it would have happened already, man. Oh yeah, because I guess um, that's already almost thirty years ago. Well, yeah. no, well, not necessarily because I think that I think I think you might start get seeing those things because now that ESPN and TNT owns that, ESPN is the master of the thirty for thirties. I wouldn't be surprised if more NHL because there's only two of them, thirty for thirties. There's the one the uh, the guy that owned the, uh, bought the Islanders that was a swindler, and the Wayne Gretzky trade. Those are the only two that they have. 
So and I know Rocket Richard has its own movie, but it's only in French. It's now four one. It's a pretty good movie. No, it's not, you liar. It's four one, Bobby. Four one. <laughs> Tell your internet to speed up. Uh, <laughs> my internet's fast. <laughs> not fast enough. Apparently, have to live more, more to the west side of town. <laughs> um, but um, I'm too far. Were we going to say Dwayne before we interrupted you? I, for the I would like. Time? I would like to see. Are we? Um, the draft of um Connor McDavid to Edmonton, like the whole because there was rumors that they were planning to blow it up. Like that was the the room like before Taylor Hollywood, like because they were talking about how. Uh, I can't remember the owner now. Said he was just like, I don't care anymore about the Oilers. Case? Yeah, he's like, I don't care. But like after the the three draft picks and it's just not working out, he was just like, I don't care about the Oilers and all this stuff. And then when they got the number one draft pick and it was Connor McDavid, that's when everything like, oh, okay, we're all in now. So I'd love to hear like the events leading up to that and how the mood went from we don't care to now we're invested and now we want to. Get this we almost out. got lucky then. Is that yeah. what you're telling me? Yeah. Yeah, because that was the rumor. The rumors are like, yeah, Kate's just didn't care anymore. And they were planning to blow things up. And like I've heard similar rumors, yeah. So I would just we would be interested to see like to get either confirmations or like clarifications on stuff. And then mm-hmm. and then see how Connor McDavid changed like the Oilers or some of the Oilers uh uh trending kind of stuff. Um I think like Sidney Crosby would be a cool one, but maybe some of his concussion issues. Yeah. Well, like I mean, like his whole like life story, like from like the Q. I think a better one would be Nathan McKinnon. I think ah, but Nathan doesn't have as much as Crosby though. Not yet. Yeah, according to Um, his quote, he doesn't. But no, I think just I think more like the aspect of Nathan getting drafted and having Crosby as a role model. Because they train in the summers all the time and stuff like that. I think that'd yeah, be a good one. Crosby would open them both up. Another one would be like the Jets, the return of the Jets. That whole, like the, like the Lee, Lee, how the Jets left and what it was like in Winnipeg up until they the came The only back thing again. that sucks about that is that Dale Harchuk. What, what, what about Bill Dale Harchuk? He passed away last year. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Sorry. I thought you meant like he was part of it. Um, I think the one I was going to say was I think the Sedins would be a good one. Yeah, that'd be a cool one. Sedins, because um, like their draft night was something else. They had a good career. They had top scores. They made it to the finals. They're what probably the most successful the- twins. I think Brian Burke should do it on a bunch of his trades. Some of his big ones. <laughs> Brian Burke's done some fun ones. Yeah, he'd be a good one. Um, go like the return, like the Golden Knights would be a good one. Like just them coming to Vegas. That how that, the, and then the shoot and talking about the shooting, and how Vegas just like really just moved to synergize with them, and became it became their team after that. That would be a cool story. Um, Patrick Wall would be a good story. Oh yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Patrick Waugh, like, Jeremy Roenick rivalry. That would be. Yeah. I would love hearing that. <laughs> Have you ever heard this quote where Jeremy Roenick's like, "Oh man, I, I can't remember what Jeremy Roenick said, 
But they're like, hey, did Can't you hear, hear you what? because I got my toque. <laughs> did you hear what he <laughs> said? Uh, I rings. got my toque. <laughs> <laughs> they get rings in my ears. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you guys, if, if you guys like JR, you guys got to listen to the Spit and Chicklets episode where they interview uh, Tori Mitchell. Does he talk they tell him? the best Jeremy Roenick prank story. Oh, really? It's, yeah. It's really good. Are you going to tell us about it? No. No, I can't tell you. I can't say nothing. Yeah. Well, and uh, if you guys want to tell us what you guys think, let us know on uh, our social media, on Instagram or on Twitter. Just let us know. Uh, The other big news... New York Rangers get a new goalie or a new coach. Sorry, not a goalie. <laughs> Same thing. Gerard Gallant coming so, to town. So, 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 Dwayne, what did what did Gerard Gallant do this month? He uh, won gold. Oh, what? What? He won gold. He did. But what? Isn't did, that where you said they couldn't win gold? But what didn't he do for the last three years? He just sat at home and got paid, son. No, 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 no. What didn't he do? He was there, but he didn't get done. Ov ruined In it. Vegas, for him. yeah. Oh, no yeah. cup. Ovechkin. No yeah. cup. I think it will come to him soon enough. Uh, Rangers oh, are yeah. a good. I think the Rangers are a good team. He he's probably the Turn the prize. I think he's probably the best uh, head coach out there right now. Yeah, I think that, that's free. I think now we're seeing Rick Tockett go to Seattle. I think that's a done deal now. In my opinion, he's the second best coach out there right now. As long as Rob Brindamore stays in Carolina, I think it's a done deal that. So is it, is it Huckstall is the GM, Huckstall? isn't he? No. Yeah. Ronnie Francis. Why well, you look so confused? Ron Huckstall's in Pittsburgh, man. Yeah. With Brian Burke. That's why they got, that's why they got the, uh, the radio play-by-play host is uh, from Carolina. Didn't even have to apply. Just got the job. Well, I'm sure so, he's glad. So, so Ron Hextel's with... Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. It's arch So then who's with Seattle? Who's Seattle's GM then? I just told you, Ron Francis. Oh, Ron Francis. The other Carolina <laughs> guy. No, Ron Hextel's Philly. Holy yep. smokes. Don Waddell is the other Carolina guy. Oh. Wow, you're just like out there today. <laughs> no, my dad's trying to talk to me at the same time. It's confusing as heck. You uh, gotta tell him more important things are going on right now. Uh, he don't listen. So now, do you think he just speaks? Do you think he changes the Rangers from not making the playoffs because they haven't made the playoffs for the last two years with the two player stars that they got or three? Do you think they go become a playoff team this next year, or do you think it's going to be like how quickly do you think he turns them into a contender? Are the divisions going to be the same as this year? Are they going to go back? I can't to hear anything you're year? saying, Ty. But yes, they are. They are going back to answer your question. There, it's on now. Turn it off to have some ice cream. <laughs> I, I guess I turned it on to have some ice cream, and then turned it off when I stopped. Um, uh, the biggest thing that Jar- Gerard Gallant brings to a team is that he brings everyone together. He's such a players' coach. 
He's awesome. I remember hearing a story of, I can't remember who it was, but it was late in the third period and it was someone up from the minors and he was sitting on the bench. They were down a goal. Obviously the kid's not going to play in the third period. And Gerard Glant comes up to him and he goes, if I was a better coach, I'd play you in the third period, but I'm not a very good coach. And like that story just tells you everything you need to know about Gerard Glant, I think. Yeah. And I, I, I think this is a good move for the Rangers. I mean, and he's such a powerhouse in the CHL. Mm-hmm. You know what the lucky thing with the Rangers are, though, that I find with the Rangers? They have unlimited pockets. Not only that. But they like <laughs> the, the Rangers don't suffer from the same problem that other New York teams suffer from. Like, other New York teams will, like, if you make a mistake. Well, at least the Knicks made the playoffs this year. But, I mean, that's... That's not the problem. I mean, their fan base. Like, you're plastered on the newspaper, like newspapers in New York if you make a mistake. Rangers don't, like, are luckily, they don't, they fly under the radar with that just because hockey's not as big as a sport. But, like, New York makes a mistake. Yeah, it's all over the news. The Yankees make a mistake. It's all over the news. Uh, yeah. Their football teams, like, it was front page news when they were talking about their, like, QB for the Jets. <laughs> like, that is what New York is. And, Jets, like, Jets is. The New York yeah, Jets. There's something. There's yeah. something. Like it's just like that. So they they they're just so lucky that they they don't have to. They're not affected by that. I think the last time they were on front page news when they won the Stanley Cup in 1984. Like that's. They probably were in the first couple of pages when that letter got sent out a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, I guess when they got the rebuild letter. Yeah. But other than that, no, you're totally right. And I was. I don't know. I guess maybe because that organization in hockey anyways always gets so much respect for everything. Yeah. In MSG and all that stuff. I know the other sports play there too, but it just feels yeah. different when you're talking about hockey all the time. Yep. And, and, well, like even think of like Boston. Yeah. Even those, Boston. Guys, those guys are front page news. Boston's like, anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they get like uh flack about that. Yeah, well, the even, there. You know, even Toronto, Toronto, Anything to, like they have a three game losing streak and they're like, oh no, Toronto's on this huge losing streak now. And you're like, calm down. So, <laughs> yeah. Trade Matthews. Yeah. Burn it all down. <laughs> well, and, and I get to even here too, because we were doing the same thing too. When we lost three in a row, they're like, oh, Edmonton's not doing good anymore. And we just like want to burn it down. <laughs> I felt like this year was better than most years, but you're usually right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, they're just like Rangers is like, and I guess the Islanders too fall in that nice, that nice little niche where that they don't, the media is not like all over them. They're getting flack. <laughs> True. Uh oh, and big news. I wanted to get hear you guys' view on this. Taya, I think it's Taya Curry. Sorry if I'm butchering her name. Atia, Tia, T A Y A C U. Ty will correct you. I don't know this one either. What? She becomes the first female drafted in the OHL. If, yeah, she, if, she, if she becomes like a star, she's probably going to be the first female drafted in the NHL. She was she's taking a goalie, the fifth round, she? I think, right? Yeah. She's a goalie, isn't she? Yep, 16. Uh... I just like, what, like, what do you think the impact? Because it ties into my other thing. What do you think this impacts on women's hockey? Because this is like now 
not just women playing in their own league. This is like she's coming into a big uh, North American league. Brandon. Um, <laughs> well, I think it's a little like, easier for a goalie, right? It is, but she's in the hardest league in the in at all of them. She's not getting drafted. See, OHL, whatever, Kai. You can say whatever you want. OHL, you know, is the hardest league. You need Kate to unmute Hill? yourself. <laughs> it depends on your perspective here. <laughs> okay, depends for, for a goalie. I think the hardest league to play in is the Q. There's so many goals in the Q. It's a little. There's so many goals. And then I think for a defenseman, it's probably the hardest to be in the OHL because it's where all the talented forwards are. And forwards. And in the Western Hockey League, it's just big guys everywhere, <laughs> just mutants. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, uh, so that's that's what I think about all three leagues. I think they're pretty close to even if I'm not going to lie to you. But like I think, uh, and and we'll see how she, well she does because she's probably going to be on the bench for the first year, anyways be a backup but um i think this is like big like if she can become oh, what is her name the first woman to ever play in the nhl uh what was her name because they've interviewed all oh, the goalie yeah like yeah and, and and this is what i always thought i always thought that if a woman was going to play in the nhl again it was going to be a goalie again because it's like garlic that, fingers that's the best uh t- brandon focus 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 <laughs> i didn't focus i'm focused on the food Easy, Brad. Uh, all the same thing. Um, just like, it, it, hey, on the East Coast, we don't have cheesy bread. Brandon, focus. It's the bread sticks with cheese on them from Pizza Hut. Yeah, focus, Brandon. Same thing. It's garlic fingers. Focus. <laughs> it is what now four about? two. Uh, women now in hockey. Oh, talk about women in hockey. Barzell scored it. Uh, no, he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I, I think this is just good for women everywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if you know. I don't think there's gonna be tons of women coming to like to the like to CHL. Like, I don't think that's gonna happen. But I oh do. Gosh. But I do think there's gonna be. You're gonna run to see them a little bit more coming now to the to the to the CHL. Yeah, I think we'll see some similar in the next couple of years. In each of the leagues. Yeah. Like you said, probably a goalie. Yeah, because uh, yeah, like, a woman... It's a, unless, tough age to, it's a tough age to play with men at. Yeah, and unless he's like a super, super fast uh, forward, like she, like, she'd get tagged. <laughs> and I feel, I think those guys would feel bad if they like bowled over like a 90 pound woman. Manon Rion. That's her name? Yeah, Manon Rion. Yeah. She got some weird questions. Did you ever tell you, like, did you ever watch her interviews? How men, yeah, men would just be like, so, do you have to use a different bathroom? And I was just like, what? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it's just like, it's so dumb. She's a professional athlete. Um,. Oh, here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to bring it back today in hockey, boys. Do you know what happened today in I hockey? Went to the bathroom? Boston. That was yesterday. 
No, no, this was today. Today, it, today, not today. tomorrow, today. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Today, today. Today, today. Oh, I forgot to check that tomorrow. But whatever, I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> so yesterday. Or, yesterday in hockey. <laughs> yesterday in hockey. Uh, this was June fifteenth in hockey. This was the riot. The Vancouver riot happened today. Technically, didn't that happen pretty late at night, though? No, no, it was right so after. It the- could be considered tomorrow. True, true, true. It was happening all night. <laughs> uh, like, so I want to know what you guys were doing. Like, what were your thoughts when you saw that happen? Like, when, like, when the game I was, was 10 over. Years old. Yeah, but I'm sure you watched it. I don't. I don't remember. I had school the next day. I had a bet with my friend, and I had to wear a Boston jersey. Oh, all right. What do you about you, Brandon? Because I know you were young enough. But actually, no. We'll come back to that after when we come back. Just when I was old enough. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't young enough. He's not. You know, he's not that old yet. <laughs> Brandon, what was your thoughts when you saw the riot starting? Like when they like they were because I remember they were showing it like they were showing the game and then they like kept hanging out at the CBC Center. And I was like, why is the game still on? Like it's over. Why are they still in Vancouver? And then I was like, oh, that's why. I thought it was cool. Wow. You like chaos, eh? Well, like I would have been just straight out of high school. So I don't remember that. You don't remember chaos? No. Brandon doesn't I don't remember. remember much. Man, you did a lot of drugs. The riots, okay? but like, yeah. <laughs> you did a lot of drugs, didn't you, Brandon? <laughs> well, I remember that it was a uh, crazy time. But back to back to today in hockey. So now we're actually doing when this is gonna air. The Red Wings swept back to back in 2016 and 2017. They lost two. No, sorry. They swept two teams back to back. They beat the the Philadelphia the Philadelphia Flyers the year before, and they beat the Washington Capitals. So previous to this time, until Ovechkin took the Washington Capitals back to the finals. You guys remember when that was Detroit a- played in the Western Division? Wow, Brandon, stop talking. Oh. Listen, I'm trying to do my thing. Jeez. You remember, remember that, that when they played? That's what I'm just talking about Western right Division? now. If you oh, listen, I just, I just shorted up what you're trying to say. <laughs> Jeez. Anyways, so they play. They beat the Philadelphia Flyers, who played in the East, and they beat the Washington Capitals, who played in the East, and won their back-to-back Stanley Cup Finals. What? Uh, they went to the finals back-to-back. Brandon, stop doing those drugs, man. Yeah, that was brain. what year was it? That was two thousand fourteen. That's five two thousand five ish. No, no, that was they they yeah, but they won it back to back. That's two thousand eight. What? That was it. They, they did it in nineteen. Year was it? Two thousand sixteen, nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> they beat the Washington Capitals for or sorry, they didn't sweep them. They beat them in four one. Oh my god, I'm lost. <laughs> what are we talking about? Brandon, stop doing the drugs, man. Stop doing the drugs. Ty, Ty, what are we talking about here? Today in hockey. Just sit back and just be quiet. Just sit back, be quiet. Don't talk. (laughs) So they beat the Washington Capitals, like I said. And then 
In two th- and in the 1991, <laughs> the Pittsburgh Penguins did it. 91, the Pittsburgh Penguins beat one back-to-back. 91 and 92. Right? And then... I think you have the teams mixed up. I'm watching, reading the thing right here. Right here. Right here. Look. Red Wings. Yeah, but Pittsburgh won back-to-back in 2016 and 17. No, the Pittsburgh Penguins won back to Lamario Lemieux. 91-92. <laughs> they won back-to-back in 91-92. <laughs> and then they won back-to-back 2016-2017. Then why are we talking about the Red Wings? The Red Wings won the, the beat the Washington Capitals 4-1. Wid in June sixteenth, nineteen ninety eight. I said, okay, there we go. That makes more sense now. Man, does your mic, does your earphones not work? I don't know. We don't understand what you're trying to get a like. I'm saying they they said the Red Wings lost, got swept back to back. They lost in ninety one, ninety two, or the sorry, Pittsburgh Penguins won ninety one, ninety two, and then they swept. The, and then they beat, they won back-to-back 2016-2017. So they won four times. Okay. Happened to What does this have to do with Detroit? Who did they, <laughs> Who did Pittsburgh beat? Who was Hosa on, Brandon? That was, that was, a, that was 08, though. Still happened. It said it's in the thing. I showed you the thing, Brandon. I showed you the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing yeah, the drugs, the viewers, like I said. The views are going to be gonna... <laughs> No, no. I think you're just confused. You're a little slow sometimes. It's all right. Anyways. what's going on. Montreal, Vegas. Game one. Oh, are, are we changing Game now? one, Brandon. Let's focus. Game one. Okay. Super capitals of North America, some would say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Been to Montreal a lot, Brandon. A couple times. They probably don't let them think in there from PEI. They're like, "You're from PEI?" No. Anyway, thoughts, Brandon. Thoughts, Ty. Uh, I think we're gonna see Vegas handle it pretty handedly. You think they're gonna wreck them? At least Kyle Cloyfield. Holy smokes, scored. You're right. He did. Yeah, one. I think it was one game. I think game two will determine like what, how, if uh, Vegas rolls over them or it's a competitive game. I if I was that. Vegas, I'd be very scared of how Carey Price comes out to play. Yeah, like yeah. Because remember, because they lost, they lost the first game against Winnipeg, wasn't it? No, they swept Winnipeg. Toronto. As Toronto. Toronto, they lost <laughs> the first two. Yes. So, I mean, like, you can't count, the, you can't count them out. But, uh, but that's what I think. I think if, depending on how – if, if game, one, game two is the same way as game one was, like, Ty is probably right. They probably are going to handily beat them. But if they even if they lose, if they come out very strong in game two – Vegas would have to be scared for game three or if they win game game two, right? Essentially, a series isn't over till you lose at home. So, so they say. Unless you're the home but, team and then lose. Yeah, Vegas <laughs> is going to win that way. But, you know. 
Uh, we'll wait and see. And then uh, the last one, Tampa Bay, New York Islanders series tied at one. Yeah, I think we saw the Islanders kind of surprise Tampa Bay with how quick they were on pucks and everything on in game one and how much pressure they put on the stars. That's true. And in game two, we saw Tampa Bay just do the same thing. Well, it didn't help that the Islanders lost their goalie. Only for a period. Only for half a period. He's, he, had, he came back. But they still got a good backup, though. Yeah. Yeah, Sorokin's a good goalie. He's the goalie of the future there. But, yeah, he was only out for a little bit, like 10 minutes maybe. Yeah, I think, I, I think, I think the series is going to go to the distance. I think it's going to be... I wouldn't be surprised if it's just seven games. Because yeah. yeah, both teams play good. Because I've seen the Islanders like that, even in even in that uh, the what was the first series they played the uh, Pittsburgh one, right? Pittsburgh got up on them when they won, and then uh, this Islander team were able to b- bounce back. So they're obviously very good at bouncing back after tough losses. So that's mm-hmm. but so is the so is the Tampa Bay Lightning. There's a reason they're the Stanley the defending Stanley Cup champions. Right? They're not yeah. <laughs> a slouch. And I'm not going to say this now, anyways. I won't. I won't say it till later. What? Who? Who did we pick, Dwayne? Do you have that in front of you? So we all yep. get our little refresher. Uh, for the Tampa Bay Montreal one, Ty said uh, Tampa Bay is winning in seven. Or sorry, wrong one. Uh, in the Montreal one, you said Vegas is winning in uh, five. Brandon and I both said Montreal will take it. Uh, Brandon said in six. I said in seven. For the this series, uh, Tampa Bay, Ty took Tampa Bay in seven. BMAC took Tampa Bay in five. I took Long Island, the Islanders in six. So we're still good. Yep. You're good for now. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. They have to win three more, my dudes. But uh, Tampa Bay is a good team, and we'll see if this is what rattles the Islanders. But well, playing in Long Island is going to be a loud building. <laughs> so the Nassau Coliseum is kind of a dump, too. <laughs> you think it's, they're going to have free pizza there? I don't think they've ever had free pizza in Nassau Coliseum for fans. Do you think Brandon's, they will at Tampa? Mike, stop no. playing with it. <laughs> I'm not touching my mic. Totally you. <laughs> that wasn't me. My hands are over here. Such a liar. Brandon, what are you doing, You're man? You're doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, notice it stop when you put your hands up. <laughs> it wasn't me. I'm being framed. Is it me, man? I don't know. Both my hands were on. The Eddie Cups, I don't know what to tell you. Such a liar. I'm such a liar. Alright, what what else do we have? That is it. That's the whole show, unless you guys have anything else to talk about. Mm, not that I can think of. Brandon, you got anything else? Not yet. Well, I guess nothing then. <laughs> Alright. Well, see you later, everyone. Bye. See you later, everyone. Oh, my goodness.